היום יום חי שבט, the life of שבט, 18th day of שבט. Today, of course, this is of course the incredible month, the month that the Rebbe became Rebbe, the yard side of the Friedrich Rebbe, Rebbe Svitzchok. Coming up in a couple of days is the yard side of Rebbe Zechai Mushka, the Rebbe's wife. And uh, there's a lot to say about that. So this is the life of this entire month, right? The Rebbe actually said that a new tzkufa, that, there are, that the Rebbe's entire leadership has two periods of time. And one of them is the first 38 years of the Rebbe's leadership until the Rebbe's passed away. And after that is a whole new, a whole new thing where the world is preparing for Mashiach and so on. So it's a whole, this is, this is the month. So today's Chai, the Chai is of that entire month. So we should all be energized in every possible way. The Hayyim Yayim of the day is the following. The Tzamach Tzedek told over to his son, the Rebbe Maharash, the third Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Menachem Mendel, Tzamach Tzedek, he told his son, the fourth Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Maharash, the following, that the drush, which is another word for maimer, which is the Hebrew word for Hasidic discourse. But if all Chabad rabbis throughout the world stopped saying the word, the word Hasidic discourse, and instead said maimer, everyone would just know what the word maimer means. Anyways, so a maimer, a maimer of the Rebbe about Hasidism, Hasidic philosophy, and the messages for the world were given from on high. The, uh, so the, the drush, Titled Umareyem Umaseyem, which is from a verse in Ezekiel, their vision and their actions was like a wheel within another wheel, like a double wheel, um, which is printed in Torah um, in Parshas yesterday. Is the Drush Harishin is the very first Maimer that the Magid of Mizrich, Harav Magid Mizrich, said when he accepted upon himself the leadership on Shavuos in the year 1761, Tafkov Chafalif. And it's the way, now the Alter Rebbe wasn't there. The Alter Rebbe arrived to learn from Mizrich, to learn from the Magid, Rabbi Doivber, the Magid of Mizrich, only a couple of years later, in 64, 65, depending on the version. But that's three, four years later. So it's actually how he heard it from the mouth of one of the students who was there, who was his own personal master and teacher as well, Rabbi Mimnach Mendel of Haradak. How do we get the name Menachem Mendel in the Chabad dynasty so much? Because the Rebbe had a, the Alter Rebbe had a personal Rebbe called Rebbe Menachem Mendel of Haradak, who who passed away actually a year before the Samach Tzedek was born. But in any event, he heard it from the mouth of Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Haradak, who was there, the one who wrote the book called Pri Haaretz, the author of the book called Pri Haaretz, fascinating book, who was there at the time. The only difference is the Alter Rebbe said it according to his style. Beard had he explained it according to his style. But uh, essentially, it's the exact same Maimer. He's repeating over the Maimer, and it could be learned, the Maimer that he heard. The history behind this, essentially, is that the Baal Shemtiv, the founder of Hasidus, right, he, passed, he, he revealed himself to the world in the year 1734. And he passed away in the year 1760. And it's easy to remember when he began his leadership because it was 26 years of his Nesias, which corresponds to the numerical value of God's name. Right, 26 years. So 1734 to 1760, he's building up this tremendous, tremendous, it's not even a question of building up, the whole Jewish world, people are very attracted to the Baal they, they're listening to his Torah, he has disciples, tremendous, tremendous disciples, about 60 primary disciples. And then he passes away in 1760, 
And my dear friends, this was a churban. How do you say churban? It was a disaster of the highest proportions. What happens now? The Baal Shem Tev, Baal Shem Tev passed away. The Baal Shem Tev actually said that he doesn't even have to pass away. He could really go up to heaven like Elijah the prophet. But he wants to have the concept of returning to dust. So he passes away on Shavuos, as a matter of fact. And there's tremendous opposition. Anyone who's doing anything good in life will know that they're going to be met with unbelievable um, uh, opposition because that's the, just the means you're doing something. If, if nobody opposes you, you know, you know one thing. Not that you're a good guy. You know that you're doing nothing with your life. Right? It means you're not... You the, why should anyone oppose you? You don't, you don't threaten anyone. Right? If you're doing anything, even good things, the best of things, you're going to be opposed. It's just the way... It's part of the life. Part of life. And the Baal Shem Tev, of course, was opposed. And there was even a big chedim made against the Baal Shem Tev in the year 1757, if you can imagine such a thing. Uh, I believe in the city of Shklov. And then in 1760, he passes away in Shavuot. So who takes over? According to Judaism, it follows the sun. It goes to the sun if he's oh, God-fearing and so on. So the Tzvi was a tzaddik. The rabbi Karzniansky actually comes, the direct descendants from Rabbi Tzvi. So the Tzvi became the rabbi. And for a year, the Tzvi led the movement. The problem is he didn't have the ability to truly do what needed to be done. The movement needed a very strong, very, very powerful leader. He was a tzaddik, absolutely a tzaddik. But he was chalush b'kei chaysev, in the words of the Friedrich Rebbe. He was weak in his strength, in, his, in, his, in, in the sheer might and force that it was needed to be the leader at the time. And everyone was very, very worried, but a Rebbe is a Rebbe, you know. And basically on the second day of Shavuot, by the meal, which the first yard site after the passing of his father, the Baal Shem Tev, he sat at the head of the table dressed in the holy garments of his father, the special garments that you wear as the leader of the Chavrei Kadisha, and so on. And he finished saying Torah, and then he got up on his feet and he said the following. He says, my father came to me today. His father had passed away a year before. My father came to me today and he told me that the entire heavenly hosts, the Pamayo Shemaya, the heavenly courts and hosts, with all of their mishamshim and so on, which used to be by me, because they're by the Rebbe, have, removed, have moved themselves away from me on this holy and awesome day, and they've moved to someone on, sitting at this table, to Marana v'Rabana Reberenyu b'Rebavram, to our master and teacher Reberenyu, Reber, the son, uh, right, uh, the son of Rebavram, and he, says, and he says, my father told me, therefore my son, give him over the leadership and the presence of everyone, and he will sit in my place at the head of the table and you sit in his place and he will have double my spirit like, like Elijah the prophet said about Elisha he will be very successful and the moment he finished saying that he turns to the Doiver the Maga the Mizrich and he says Mazel Tov congratulations he t- removes his upper garment his outer garment that he's wearing he hands it to the Doiver to the Magad, the Mizrish, he puts on the, 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 the garment of, Ma, of the Magad and he sits in the Magad's place. The Magad immediately sits at the head of the table as, as, as he was told. Everyone stood up on their feet to hear the first title that their new leader is going to say. And this is the very first thing that he said. The Mimer, it's printed here. I have it in front of me. The Mimer printed in Tehidah on page 69b and 3. And essentially... The point of the Maimer, one just one tiny word from the Maimer, is 
that he says it's two wheels, a small wheel within a, within a big wheel. This is his vision of the heavenly chariot. And he says, you see how the upper wheel, it's both above the middle wheel, but it's also below it, it's lower than it. Which represents that you, when you're dealing with the true essence of God, the true infinity of God, there's no difference of the higher to the lowest. Right? In other words, everything is absolutely and fundamentally equal on that level of godliness. And therefore, the true truth of Judaism has to express itself on the lowest of the lowest of levels. Right? Every last Jew and every last corner of, of the, right? the, the very definition, true, spiritual, true godliness is not limited to spirituality. It's also the physicality and so on. So this was a very, very deep concept that he spoke. And he says that the one who allowed us to give us the power to do this ability was the Torah. Keep in mind, he's saying this drush. He's saying this mimer on Shavuos. The Torah is what gave the power. That's what the represents the Shara Hamishim, the 50th gateway of wisdom, which is the Torah, right? We count the 49 days of the sphere and then we receive the Torah on the 50th day because seven represents completion of nature and we do seven within seven, which is 49. But then there's a level which completely, once you've completed your natural, normal, orderly um, setup of spirituality, that's complete. Then we start dealing with a whole different level. We're dealing with the Torah, and Hashem gave us the Torah, and the Torah is the gift of true infiniteness of God, which is why it represents, and why it, it, it permeates and is true on every level. And the Torah is the reality of even the most physical. Torah allows you to take all the deepest truths of Hashem and make them a reality in the most physical, on the most physical plane, because true godliness, the high, like the upper wheel, it switches, it's also below the middle wheel. So that was, that was, that's one idea that he stated in that, in this very powerful mimer, the very first mimer of Rabbi Doivber, the Magad, the Mezrish, the Rebbe of the Alter Rebbe. Everybody have a great day.